0: Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by uh, anxiety, because that's always fun. <laughs> uh, no, for real though. Uh, Luna is in the room; she is laying down. It is quite hot. We are also joined by a uh, a shirt you can't see, but it's an awesome T-shirt that I'm so thrilled I got. It's um maybe I'll attach a picture um in the Instagram. It's something I got from Redbubble. Um, it's just this uh, this shot of uh, the Megazord's head, but the Megazord had a different name. I think it was like the Great Warrior or something. I can't remember its uh, its name, but it's a, a Super Sentai uh, G Ranger shirt, and I'm so happy I got it. <laughs> um, and uh, this is actually an episode I tried to record earlier today while I was out and about um because anxiety was hitting then and y'all know me I I like to try to repurpose some of that energy if I can before before an attack happens um but unfortunately it was one grossly hot and humid outside um for those of you who enjoy this weather that's awesome I'm happy for you um I am not one of them. Uh, I'm a human furnace. I am warm all the time. <laughs> so external heat and humidity um, and just the sweat and grossness that comes with that. It's, it's not a good time for me. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the fall. Uh, but it, hey, if you're enjoying summer, fantastic for you. Um, anyways, I tried to record it while I was out um, this morning, but it was, uh, it was breezy, but the breeze, uh, wasn't cool. So it was just loud. <laughs> and there was a lot of cars and I, I checked early on. I'm like, the audio won't be salvageable. So I'll just record it later. Um, and right now, I'm recording this after uh, after taking some of my medication for the anxiety. So as that energy is going, before I'm uh, I'm like down for the count because sometimes the medication can make me quite drowsy. Um, I was like, you know what? Let's record that episode and repurpose some of that energy. Still, even though the 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 attack the mini attack happened, I can still. Uh, after the medication, like, it it helps, it helps prevent it from, uh, from happening again, and it, like, helps with the physical symptoms, it's like, I've still got the energy, let's get it out, and, um, before, before I crash, let's, let's get to that fall asleep place in a, in a good (laughs) headspace. uh, so that's a lot of information, um, (laughs) like, a lot of stalling, it really, it, it really does uh prove accurate this uh this meme i shared in my uh my instagram stories this morning where it was um michael scott from the office being like uh sometimes i'll start a sentence and i i won't even know where i'm going i'll just (laughs) i just hope i find it along the way something like that great line that i just butchered um and the joke was yeah that's that's me while i'm podcasting and uh well, this proves it. <laughs> Anyways, um, on to the episode. Uh, today, it's it's going to be a mix. Most of the time, this kind of thing would be a quick thoughts. Um, some of these are going to be quick, and some of them are going to be a little bit longer. So I didn't think quick thoughts was appropriate. So I'm going with assorted thoughts. Um, it's, it's under the thought series umbrella. Um, and yeah it's it's just a bunch of stuff that's uh that's hit my mind recently that i've been uh thinking on doing and um talking with other people about um the other day i got to go see um my best friend one of my best friends jem bigwood um lovey big sister from a uh, from cardboard coinania, our friends over there, and she has her Scentsy business, and I've known Jen for years, and it was just amazing getting to meet her, her beautiful daughter Izzy, and then also just catch up and <laughs> and be raw and open and vulnerable that way you can with friends. Um, and one of the topics ca- that came up, and I, it was it's a heavy one, it's a sad one, like it, it does bring sadness. Um, to your heart when it happens. But it's also where I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, I do believe, once saved, always saved. And if um, you're, you're coming to Christ at any point in your life was a genuine thing, um, I believe that sticks. And I do think it's unfortunately in our fallen sinful nature to wander, to wander away and to walk away from the faith. And... Like that, that sucks. That sucks to see. Um, but it, to me, it's, it's unfortunately not, it's not surprising. I think it's, I think it's in our, our fallen nature. Um, and that's not to hate on anybody who's, <laughs> and that, that's actually the point. Um, that's not to hate on anybody while I say that. Um, and the com- one of the conversations we had, we're just kind of like, how we handle, uh, as believers, how we handle people, people walking away from the faith. And it's, it's really upsetting to me how poorly we handle that. How poorly we handle when our brother and sisters are in, not even in a crisis of faith, but just in a season of questioning or in a season of struggle with their faith. Um, like outside, outside circumstances, life circumstances, whatever impacting the faith, um, God knows that's going to happen. Um, but when it does too many times, I see the, the church as a whole, not, not individual specific churches, although that happens at those. Um, but the, the church as a whole and individual believers or however you want to break that down questioning is is natural and we encourage it to a point um if it's yeah ask questions it's interesting to me how we' we'll, we'll do that um, <laughs> with with at times non-believers or young believers um, we want them to ask questions because we want them to grow in their faith but when it's somebody who's already in their faith at times if they start asking questions or looking into looking into things it's the guard goes up and it's like oh no 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 no! you'll trip you'll fall you'll you'll be gone um and i get it because there are dangers in looking for answers at times you can you can find answers like horrible answers in very wrong places in places that claim to be uh, claim to be christian claim to be honoring christ and that and they're they're teaching horrible things, (laughs) they're living horrible things. Um so I get you you can be guarded, but the way you enact that, that guardedness, is uh is very important. And at times it's like, well you're you'll you just need to pray through this and all that or or very firm harsh statements like how how can you question this? Like, don't you know? um or just starting to treat like they're an apostate um or something like that and it's just it's really upsetting um cuz i do think questioning your your faith and your understanding of scripture is not only natural at times it's absolutely necessary um we constantly need to to be seeking wisdom and seeking clarity on our understanding of Scripture. Because we can make things black and white that God left perfectly gray in the Scriptures. Um, We can make certain behaviors black and white that weren't. Heck, we can make things that were okay in Scripture suddenly not okay. We, we, We can turn things into, like, the... (laughs) <laughs> like the absolute, this is the worst sin you can commit when in scripture, all sin is equal. Um, you, you get what I mean. And it's, we need to look at our understandings because our understandings can be very wrong. Um, like we can get the wrong information from the wrong people. We could get stuck in an understanding that is incorrect. And if we're not willing to seek out wisdom on that, Um, the downside is I think we could be teaching and participating in sin that we're not intending, but that doesn't make it not sin. Um, and how we treat people (laughs) as they're questioning at times, it gets into that sinful territory, like time and time and time and time and time and time and time again throughout scripture it's brought up, love your neighbor as yourself. Um, shout out to our boy Hector from Faith and Fandom. Dude, can't wait for book eight. And so happy for you and your ministry that you get to be back out in cons now. That's that's awesome. Um, but Hector has constantly shared on the Faith and Fandom uh faith and fandom instagram and facebook and twitter those great reminders of loving your neighbor as yourself uh treating others kindly and biblically um and unfortunately i don't see enough of that when it comes to people in that questioning space um, or unfortunately when people do walk away and as much as we don't like to admit it I think a huge part of why people walk away is some of the unfortunate hypocrisy that can exist within the church, um, within believers. And especially, like, hypocrisy is always bad. Um, Now, I'm not saying we can never be hypocritical because we're all fallen, broken, easily sinful people. Uh, We will mess up and that will be part of the way. But if we pretend like we don't, or if we only call out other stuff and never admit our own faults, our own struggles, or anything like that, we're yelling love, love, like you need to love, 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 but I'm going to go treat you like garbage or treat certain people from other communities like garbage. Um, What message does that send? You can easily find answers to some of these questions that don't include God. Now, I'm going to say, for me, those are absolutely wrong answers. That's not to diminish anybody, and I'm sure there's going to be some conversations. <laughs> and to me, those are those are wrong answers, and I love that conversation. And I'm not saying this from a hateful place, but... You can have some of these questions, and find and understand these answers that don't include the Lord. Um, and you, what's going to be a big push there as well is when you look at people who are saying, "I'm in a, I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm, I'm a reflection of Christ," uh, and you're you're doing truly horrible things. Uh, intentional or not. like that's that's gonna be a huge push for people away. Um, and we need to get better at that. Like how many times have have us in the church seen it? Some of us have experienced it where people are suddenly worried about where where you are with the Lord. and, and to have those concerns is fine. Uh, pray for people <laughs> um, And also Pray for the right people To talk to them uh, But you'll just Suddenly have People who you have maybe Spoken once or twice to Like Coming up to you And grilling you And it's like Oh you're the ch-, Like Borderline you're the charity case now um, We only show care when it's this but any other time we've left you alone like that's not that's not how it should be that's not a good message to send um and i don't think at all that's how how christ would have reacted um and that's not to come down as as harsh and hateful on the church because thankfully lately I have also seen a lot of good from the church and a lot of willingness to to re-examine how it interacts with others Um, where it's like how we can be firm and true to our word to our God but also how we can express that and deliver that um, and be there for, for those that aren't there, you know? Um, so it's, this isn't to be like boo the church. It's just, I think this is an area that, that the church and at times I, myself and others, we, we need to work on. Um, and with that, I just say, pray, pray for the people, but still be there. And also if they're they're a believer or they're now a, a, a straying believer, believer or walking believer or former believer, whatever you want to say, that doesn't mean you just drop them as a friend. Like, to me, that's almost like the worst thing you can do. So, yeah. Keep... It, it's a tricky thing and I get the emotions and the, the sadness involved involved in it, but also keep them in prayer. Keep in prayer that God knows what's going on and He He knows what He's doing. <laughs> um, remind yourself that, and also don't suddenly make every conversation with them like, "All right, we got to win you back" and all that. Like, still treat them as your brother or sister. Still love them, and I do think that's going to have a huge impact on them, period. How we treat other people really impacts them. Uh, throughout my years working in social work and social ministry, I've heard so many upsetting tales about people's experience with other Christians that boil down to how they treat other people. And we we need to work on loving our neighbors as ourselves. Now, part of that could be, we don't love ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> which could be a whole kettle of fish that could get opened. Um, and it's probably best another episode for another time. But a part of it is, uh, it could be that like we, we, <laughs> we treat ourselves like crap. So we treat other people like crap. <laughs> um, but like I said, that might be a separate episode for a separate time. Cause I think you do need to love yourself but not in that full of yourself. I'm the absolute best kind of way. You can love yourself while recognizing your flaws and still recognizing like you gotta put God first in that. But you gotta know. <laughs> you gotta learn how you operate, how you best operate, and you can that can then impact how you allow the Lord to use you. Anyways, so that was the first bit. Um, like I said, pray pray for people. Just honestly pray for people and, and pray for yourself. Pray for me and how I treat others. Like I'm not trying to come down as a know-it-all. And again, this wasn't meant from a mean place. It's sometimes we need to have those frank conversations, those loving conversations, and we need to call that stuff out in a loving way. Um, <laughs> the people Christ did that with the most was the church. And that, that's something that we unfortunately miss a lot. Um, we, need to, we need to incorporate that and the, doing that the right way. <sighs> okay, moving on to some, <laughs> some lighter things. Uh, last weekend, uh, my amazing wife, Jill, was still on vacation. Um, it was her last day of vacation, and we, we decided to celebrate, and we had a stay-at-home date. Um, we got the keg, and we fired up Disney Plus on the upstairs TV. It's the first time we've watched, like, actively watch something on the big screen uh, in quite some time. Because most of the time, I just use it for gaming, um, and occasionally watching like Super Sentai on um, what's the what's the streaming app called? It's a it's a free streaming app. Um, dang it, what's it called? On Tubi, they've got, I think, all the Super Sentais. Um, But anyways, like 99% of the time, the upstairs TV is just used for gaming. Um, But we fired up the PlayStation, we downloaded Disney Plus on there, and we watched Black Widow. And it's the first Marvel thing I've watched since the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because with all this mental health stuff, I've barely been able to watch new So there's a lot of shows I want to get caught up on Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, uh, sorry, not Black Widow, Bad Batch. Um, (laughs) And then, of course, the Netflix shows like Daredevil season three. (laughs) Um, But at times, anybody who's gone through struggles with mental health at points, you just need that comfort. And new isn't always comforting, but we we both wanted to check out black widow we weren't getting the opportunity to see it in theaters um and we also didn't necessarily feel comfortable going to theaters yet so i am really looking forward to being able to see movies on the big screen again i friggin love watching movies in the theater um but it it was nice because it's a it's a large tv we got good sound um and it was it was I really liked the movie. I'm trying... To, I'm going to not spoil it. And at some point, probably with Steve. Because um, he's almost like my go-to Marvel guy. And also, at one point, Steve and I were recording an episode that uh, halfway through, we just had to scrap because our my internet connection was really messing up. And it was just bad news bears. Um, so, Steve, thank you for your patience with that. Um, love you, buddy. Um, so yeah, we we checked it out. I really, really enjoyed it. Is it in my top five MCU movies? No. Uh, It's nowhere near the bottom five either. It's really solid. Uh, Give me a quick sec while I look this up, just because I want to be able to name the actress well. Um, The whole cast, I think, did a really, really good job. Um, But like Scar jo, Scarlett Johansson was, was great in the character. I, I wish we had gotten this earlier. Like, I understand, like, hey, we're doing it now. Um, and part of the reason they didn't do it earlier was, uh, someone involved at the time was like, well, hey, is, uh, earlier in the phases when a, was it Ike? I can't remember, so I'm not gonna, it, that's not to throw shade if I'm wrong and if I'm wrong I apologize but a higher up at Disney was like hey uh, movies fronted superhero movies fronted by women don't sell and Wonder Woman hadn't dropped yet (laughs) to prove him wrong (laughs) Um, because unfortunately earlier movies featuring women in the leads in superhero movies didn't sell Um, The issue was, though, that they were crappy movies. It had nothing to do with them being fronted by women. Catwoman bombed because it looked and was terrible. Elektra bombed because it looked and was terrible. The Supergirl movie from the... (laughs) (laughs) from the late 80s that's just kind of shoved under the rug was part of the reason Karis was killed in the comics bombed because it looked and was terrible it wasn't because of the women thing but unfortunately it had that unfortunate coincidence Um, so now we're finally getting Black Widow which they they did it well where it's not a phase 1 movie. It it easily could have been, but it was told in flashback because this this is one that takes place at the end of Civil War and then gets Black Widow in her starting position for Infinity War. Um Scarlett Johansson is great. Uh Rachel Rachel Wise um who like terrific actress has been in so many things. Um, I think most people, if you're, if you're tracking people through blockbuster movies, um, she was, I think her name was Ellen. In, um in the first two mummy movies uh, with Brendan Fraser, that first mummy movie is awesome. And Brendan Fraser is awesome. Um, yeah. Rachel Wise was great. Uh, David Harbour, uh, most known from uh. Why can't I think of the thing now? Why can't I think of? The... Is it? Yeah, Stranger Things. I almost said Secret Things. Um, but David Harbour as the like he's the sheriff in Stranger Things. He's in it as uh. Alexi, uh. I just want to read the, the name right. Dang it. Dang it. I'm just messing it up (laughs) sorry I'm just trying to uh to find it the okay there we go cast I'm a professional guys sorry give me a second this is I feel bad um (laughs) so Alexei Shostakov um that's my terrible pronunciation of a very Russian name um who was also the Red Guardian, he was hilarious and heartfelt when he needed to be. Um, like, you could argue he was the the comic relief, but he also had some good, like, heart-feels moments. Um, so I really enjoyed him. Uh, but the, the absolute standout for me was, uh, and I'm probably butchering her name, please forgive me, uh, Florence Pugh. Um, she plays Yelena Belova, um, who, in the trailers, we find out is um, Black Widow's sister. Uh, she is to me the standout of the movie. Like she, she's just phenomenal. Her performance is outstanding. Um, the movie on a whole, I really, really, really enjoy. Um, the first half, constantly, Jill and I were. Like looking over each other, I'm like, dude, we're I'm getting Winter Soldier vibes like from this from this chase sequence, how it shot, the tone, and Winter Soldier is like in my top three. It's outstanding. Um, So I loved that. Uh, They did twist uh, one of the characters a bit, Um, and I understand because the thing is, with these movies, we have to remember it's an adaptation. It's not. We're not going like literal. Uh, panel to screen, uh, so characters are gonna get changed a bit. Uh, the character of Taskmaster does get changed a bit. Um, I don't want to spoil things, so I can understand some people being upset with that. But for me, I'm like, okay, at least a key aspect of that character, they they got right. They got that spirit right. So. I've seen a comparison to uh Baraka Pool <laughs> uh, from X-Men Origins Wolverine and I think that's too far. I think that's a bridge too far because yes, they do cut out aspects of the Taskmaster. Um but a big component of him they nail whereas Baraka Pool uh no, they <laughs> got nothing right of <laughs> Deadpool in that in that mess. Um and also I am thankful that we actually got to see the Taskmaster on screen and done well. Is it comic book Taskmaster? Taskmaster? No. Is it a fun movie version? Yeah, yeah. Um, the only complaint I have about the movie, and it's it's not to belittle it, um, it's just for me at times uh, the special effects. Uh, it's part of the issues I had with uh, Black Panther. The special effects at time in this movie show. Um, and there's certain spots where you're like, okay, that was not a seamless transition from CGI insert Black Widow to ScarJo Black Widow. Um, it's not as bad as, say, the first Spider-Man movie. Um, which is unfair because that was 2001. But it's... It's an apt illustration, I think, um, or as bad as special effects and say X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, but there's various times where you're like, wow, OK, we're really leaning into the special effects. Um, did we have to? But that's that's a nitpick. It's not a big plot point or anything like that. Like I'm definitely gonna watch this again. I'm definitely gonna buy it. Uh, there's only like two Marvel movies I don't own, and eventually I might pick them up if I see them in like the five dollar bin. Um, but this is going on going on the shelf. I really really enjoyed it. So if you get the chance, check it out. Check it out. Um, Scarlett Johansson I think deserves a win, uh, and a great send off. Um, for her character. It's a really solid and entertaining movie. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of really bad and upsetting things going out on in the world, and this is a very fun distraction from them. All right, so now we're, we're moving on, and these are going to be where uh, it's more rapid-fire quick thoughts kind of things. Um, lately, I've been watching uh, some random documentaries on YouTube because it's fun um let's see let's see one of them was uh i think it's called the last day of the dinosaurs or something like that um or maybe it was a different one um it might have been a different one. Oh no no it was uh i think catastrophes um the day the earth was on fire or something and through that i learned about a theory that i had never ever heard of um that it's there's this hypothesis that, um, like around four and a half billion years ago, uh, Earth collided with another planet named Theia, uh, T H E I A, um, which created, of course, some issues on, on Earth, um, nearly wiped out all life as the hypothesis goes, um, but also some of the stuff that, he, uh, some of the debris ejecting from this, uh, collision formed the moon. Now, I don't believe that, but I thought it was interesting. I was like, huh, I've, I've never heard that theory. And it was just an interesting one. So I was like, "Yeah, why not? I'll share it. I don't believe it, but it's interesting. Um, The... uh, Aside from random documentaries, I've been getting back into uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai, and I enjoy the show. Like, it's... I know for hardcore fans of Dragon Ball Z, it's... (laughs) They still enjoy this, but they're like, nah, man, even the full, like, the full long arcs in the original series that have plenty of filler for them, a lot of them, they find joy in the filler and that's great that's awesome for them um for me i find that filler hard to get through and even if even with this which dragon ball z kai is like reducing i don't know how many hundreds of episodes down to like 97 um it's it's still at times like the freeze arc even with all its reduction of filler uh, was still quite long. And at the end of it, I was just like, okay, you know what? I think I'm done for a while. And I've started Pick Back Up. It's in the Android Saga. I was like, man, I really enjoy this. The animation is good. The voice acting is good. It's it's a fun way to get through uh, Dragon Ball Z, which I enjoyed as a kid, um, without waiting like eight episodes for Goku to charge up a shot. <laughs> um, and again, I cannot recommend enough uh, one of my favorite chapters from uh, the Faith and Fandom books from Hector was actually one about Dragon Ball Z where it's all about learning patience and the example of patience and, and that practical application while watching the original run, Dragon Ball Z, and not Dragon Ball Z Kai. Because you're like, oh my gosh, just get back to Goku. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm enjoying that. And that actually led me to checking out another show which i believe is is similar in in idea um like shortening it down um cutting out filler and um being more true to the to the manga um which i haven't read and that's uh sailor moon crystal um we all know bex the wonderful from redeemed otaku and she she loves Sailor Moon. Heck, her and I did that watch-along. And I'm like, I enjoyed the episodes as we did the watch-along. It's not my go-to, but I was like, you know what? I kind of I want to check this out more. Um, and the whole version that we watched, um, I can't remember the name of the dub, but that's available through Crave in Canada. Um, but as I was on Netflix, I just saw this ad for Sailor Moon Crystal, which is... More up to date animation, uh, gorgeous animation, absolutely gorgeous. Um, but also just a trimming down, da- a substantial trimming down of the of the Sailor Moon story. Now, Crystal, I believe, only has one season. I'm not sure how many episodes. I'm two episodes in. Um, but a comparison would be in, and so far, they're fairly true to those original uh, those original episodes. But just updated uh, animation-wise and also, uh, like I said, more true to the manga. And I'm going to say apparently, not dismissively. It's just I haven't read it, so I can't be like, that is factually true. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm digging it. I just remember, uh, I think Beck said in the original run um, of the anime... It was like episode one and the first bunch of episodes, it's just too soggy. And that's like episode 16 or 20 or something where uh, my girl Sailor Mercury shows up. Always liked her. I think it's the blue hair. She stood out. Um, I, she was like the first one I could remember when I was a kid. And I played at YT- on YTV. Uh, the good old 90s. Um, PJ Phil. Anyways, um, I met him at the science center once anyways, sorry. <laughs> um, whereas in, in Crystal, uh, Sailor Mercury shows up in the second episode. And in the third episode, which I haven't watched yet, but I probably will later today, it's uh, it's Sailor Mars. Um, so I like that, that we're getting to these other characters and the story's flowing in an interesting way. And I'm, I'm digging it. It's something I'm going to keep up. Um, and it's a fun gateway to, to anime um, for me. And I'm, in, I'm digging it. Like, Dragon Ball Z Kai and Sailor Moon Crystal are, for me, have been a very fun gateway for to anime. And I've checked out some of the other anime stuff, like I did that episode about the uh, Studio Ghibli uh, gut punch, amazing gut punch ruin your life day <laughs> uh, movie, uh, Grave of the Fireflies, which I cannot wait to buy and have sit on my shelf for years until I can handle watching it again because it's just amazingly oh man anyways (laughs) fantastic film just not when you just oh i feel like watching this today (laughs) do it if you've got like four hours where you can just watch like friends community or the office just to get back to an okay space um but i'm digging those shows i'm not sure where you can find dragon ball z kai online i i have it um and you can find Sailor Moon Crystal on uh, on Netflix, at least in Canada. If you got a VPN, then you can get it anywhere. You can be in the States and just access Netflix Canada. Um, okay, so now we're going in. Um, um, this is just going to be kind of a, a quick update on just things. So some of it is going to be personal. Some of it is going to be... Uh, podcast stuff (laughs) and life stuff so just as a a quick update um unfortunately i am out of work again uh now i think two or three episodes ago i was like hey things are super busy with my new job and all that the new job was a temp job it was only going to be two months um but unfortunately i got really sick um during it. I was sick for about two and a half weeks with this sinus infection that just absolutely wrecked me. Like you you couldn't breathe, your throat was killing you. Um, and I was also like constantly having, it, it was messing with my stomach issues a lot as well. So I was out of commission. This job required you to be out and about meeting with people for say you're working a five hour shift uh, you were out and about talking directly with so many people on a, uh, in-person basis for at least three and a half to four hours of that. You're, you're constantly walking and moving, which is great exercise. Um, and I, I enjoyed that aspect of it, but I couldn't do it while I was sick. And my supervisor was just wonderfully outstanding and supportive But even though we're now seemingly at the tail end of COVID, um, and I've had my first shot, now I'm just waiting, and I can't wait for to get the call that hey, come in to get the second. Um, It's still like hey, look if you're if you're sick, you can't work, Um, and if you're sick for two days, you gotta go get tested for COVID, and they're understandably like very, very, very cautious uh, because. it's not only care for you as an employee, it's also care for people (laughs) because you don't want to be spreading this thing. Um, And they were super supportive and understanding, but unfortunately, like the the supervisor was, again, wonderful because he he would daily check in with me. He'd be encouraging. He he was fighting for me with his higher-ups, but it got to a point where I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm really sorry. I'm still sick. Like my throat's clearing up, but like, I still can't, like, I can't talk too long. And if I'm moving too much, like then everything hits and then I'm down, I'm just down. Um, And he was like, all right, let's see if we can get, let's see if we can do phone stuff for you or if we can get you doing something else, like inputting other things, like helping other people online with that kind of thing. I was like, awesome and then right around then the very next day it's just kind of like man they just made a thing being like nope no phone stuff like this weekend and all next week is absolutely 100% in the field Um, we need everybody out the door in the field like no question and it was just it, it I couldn't do it like I it wasn't even like I couldn't like suck it up and bear it like it was something i legit wasn't physically able to do while i was really sick and then i was still sick like i said in the five six days after that um so unfortunately i got let go and that was that was a real bummer um that hasn't been too good with the anxiety and the uh the depression and i'm back to job hunting which is necessary but also isn't uh good for the uh anxiety and depression so pray for those things for me please um, and everybody who's job hunting um and just for mental health in general it's been an insanely stressful negative rough time for the past couple of years and there has been absolute pros and praise be to god moments through those um that's not to say it's only been bad um but for the most part it's it's been incredibly rough and really draining and uh, like it's like in good mental health, this stuff sucks and when your mental health is struggling it's it's worse. <laughs> That's not to compare struggles or compare stuff it's just you know, or I can say it feels worse it's 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 challenging. So for me and everybody who's struggling with that, please pray. Um, and also while I'm at that, I'll also say like I appreciate so much people reaching out um, because I know the the love is there and well intended. If you don't hear back from me and I'll, I'll say for others as well like that's not to me speaking for them but I know numerous people who operate this way as well. It's sometimes because we, we can't handle it. We appreciate the reach out. We do. <laughs> we know you love us and you're, you're praying for us and you're trying to big us up but sometimes conversation especially about the thing that's hit the blow or given that blow to you is is just not doable um so if it's taking me a while to respond know that you're not you're not bugging me at all i love and appreciate the the reach out and the messages uh it's just like hey i'm if you don't hear back from me right away it's because i'm just like hey i'm I'm not able to respond right now. <laughs> like I don't I don't feel like I can respond. <laughs> and that that may be the case for a bunch of other people. So I do apologize if at times to the the amazing and wonderful loved ones and friends who have reached out. I I'm sorry if it seemed like I've been ignoring or pushing you away, not at all the intention or the desire. It's just I haven't necessarily been able to to respond and i do as soon as i'm like all right you know what i can i can answer the the question how are you <laughs> um so yeah thank you for those prayers and just wanted to update you guys on on that in real life aspect uh or non podcast aspect a happy one outside of the podcast is um i mentioned an episode or two ago and on multiple episodes i was getting to um submit chapters for Another Geek Devotion, um, that I had been thankfully and blessedly invited to participate in, and those have been edited, and then re-edited, and then re-edited again, uh, but they have been submitted, and I'm, I'm really excited, uh, to, for them to be published, and the, and the devotional to be published. I can't wait to drop that dime and that info for you guys, um, and read what everybody else who was involved wrote it's it's interesting because i writing for this one and writing for faith and fandom uh it's similar but different because it's devotional it's spiritual and god honor honoring content but the delivery mechanism within writing them is is different uh so that that was a fun and at times stressful challenging for me um Challenge for me, but I I really dug it, and I'm thrilled that they're submitted, and I can't wait to check out the the whole devotional and share with you all the title when it's when it drops. I can't wait to uh to drop that dime. Um, all right, so these quick thoughts are gonna be um just <laughs> about some future episodes. Uh, I'm on a little bit of a Bond kick. Um, last time I was on a mini Bond kick, I rewatched like. The all the Daniel Craig Bonds and the uh, the Pierce Brosnan Bonds, which I the 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 Brosnan Bonds, I I enjoy. I forgot just how insanely sexual they are. Like it's insanely (laughs) it's insane how sexual they are. It's just like wow, there is there is no subtlety whatsoever with this uh with this line like it's you're you're not hiding anything here like it's not a uh, ha, ha it's a i'm going to sledgehammer you with this <laughs> and that's not to knock rosnan it's just what the script was um and also his bond is by far the bloodthirstiest um there's a there's a funny thing with so many movies where it's like, a, on YouTube, you can find it. Um, it's like a kill count. Eh, if, if, if that doesn't bother you, you could check them out. It's not something I'm recommending. Um, but I, I had on this bond kick, I had done it with the, uh, with the bonds and, uh, Brosnan's period was not the shortest because that was, uh, George Lazenby. Because that was a one, and then Dalton at two, but in Brosnan's four flicks, he killed a hundred and thirty-three people, <laughs> and I just remember it's like rating man, like rating mass murderer. <laughs> it's just, no one else came close. I think Roger Moore's was at like sixty-seven or something, and it's just like. Wow, yeah. And even in GoldenEye, it was just like a lot of point from the hip and shooting. Um, But anyway, through this Bond kick, I've of course started checking out Unmade Bond movies. So I'm looking forward to recording that. Um, That might end up being the next Unmade I do. Uh, Bond Unmade. I'm really excited. Uh, Because there's also some really interesting uh, movies that Dalton would have got to make if the issues that were going on with MGM uh weren't going on at the time uh, because from what I understand I haven't watched the Dalton Bonds yet but they are very gritty um and I'm hearing before their time like they are the precursor to uh the Daniel Craig Bonds I've heard in a lot of ways and they're only in the past couple of years really starting to get appreciated they're they're kind of forgotten um so I'm probably going to check those out and um gonna be checking out uh Never Say Never Again soon, the uh the second and last unofficial official Bond movie. And by that I mean like there were two Bond movies that were made outside of the Eon Canon um just because of legal issues. Um and one had Sean Connery and I've heard surprisingly good things about that one, so I want to check it out. Um so yeah Bond Unmade is coming. Uh I can't share the name yet, but I We'll be doing some guest spots on some podcasts soon that I'm I'm really excited about. I love going on other people's shows because it's it's a lot of fun. Um and it's also <laughs> in some ways less stressful. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll I'll drop that dime and share those as soon as they're done. I'm really looking forward to it. Um so yeah, that's kind of... Uh, that's today's episode. Yeah, we we went longer than I thought. It's a good thing I didn't call this quick thoughts. Um, Sorted was more apt. Um, so yeah, just uh, again, please keep me and everyone in prayer. Um, just everyone needs prayer. Everyone needs prayer. And uh, just be good to one another, guys. Like, that's not just for our brothers and sisters in the faith or when our brothers and sisters walk away from the faith, although loving them then is very, very important. Um, but be good to each other always, <laughs> please. <laughs> and that goes for you too, Chris. <laughs> um, Oh, actually also a, uh, an episode I'm hoping to record at some point soon. Um, uh, Maybe with Christian on into the weeds. I'm not sure. Is uh, is one about Castle Bravo, which is uh, a thing in history that I find doesn't get talked about enough and isn't well known enough, and it's uh, it's quite tragic, and it also. Has a huge impact on one of my favorite franchises and one of my frequent guests and buddies' favorite franchises of Godzilla. So we might be doing a Castle Bravo episode or or something like that, looking at like a real world history event. Um, that could be that could be a lot of fun and interesting. And also Nathan and I, uh, our good friend from Monster Island Film Vault, might be doing a uh, a Narnia cast episode. Um, and yeah, we'll see. Um, cause <laughs> while we were doing other things, we got on a Narnia topic. I was like, this could be an episode, so let's save it for one. Um, but yeah, be good to <laughs> each other. Thank you all so much for the love and the support. Um, you can check us out pretty much wherever podcasts are found. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon podcasts. We're on Audible podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, Apple podcasts podbean of course is our primary one Um, wherever you listen to us shout uh check us out subscribe um and if you if you can please review um be be the good reviews or bad reviews of course i'd love a good review but if it's if it's a bad review i like getting those too especially if it actually has (laughs) an actual review (laughs) that tells me what i can improve um and also because a uh, another podcast I really really enjoy, uh, Geek History Lesson, um, they they point this out in their episodes. Due to international stuff being what it is, like in Canada, I can only read reviews of One Cross Radio. Um, that are written on apple podcasts the canadian site so if you are an international listener and you have wrote us a review please drop it to me uh, you can email us at 2099 one cross street st at gmail.com and i'd love to read the review out on the show um, and also the reviews help us grow it gets us further in the algorithm and i'm hearing from people how they're finding the podcast and it's it's really encouraging. Um some of the stuff I've been hearing recently. Like one of the one of the things it was wonderful. It was so encouraging and amazing that I legit cried after hearing it. <laughs> um like a little happy tears. Um happy thankful tears. And yeah, it I, I just I'd love to see it grow. And I also want to hear more from you guys. I, I love the engaging aspect of it. Um yeah. So, yeah, uh, sorry, <laughs> total brain fart there. You can also check us out on our website at OneCrossRadioPodcast.com. Um, I'm try to, I am going to try to get more active on the website again. I used to be more active and write side blog posts and all that. Uh, it's been ages because, well, mental health and writing writing stuff for a devotional and then uh, just mental health and all that. <laughs> it's... How it all plays together is, uh, is painfully interesting. <laughs> um, you can also check us out on our Facebook, One Cross Radio, run, One Cross Radio slash Facebook. Um, that hasn't been updated in a while, and that's on me. Um, I've been pulling away a bit from Facebook um, just because it was. Uh, there's a lot of good groups on Facebook, but on the whole, I haven't been enjoying it in quite some time. Uh, my phone turned off notifications by itself, and I was like, "Oh, this is nice. I don't want to turn it back on." But then the downside of that is I'm missing conversations with friends and actually updating the Facebook. So, uh, please check us out. I am gonna try and and hold me accountable to that. Um, try to get the Facebook more up and running as well as on our YouTube. Um, and also, you can't if if you really enjoy what we do here, please check us out. And if you can um, support us through Patreon, there's there's a couple tiers. Um, I'm probably going to rejig the prices on the tiers because originally I wrote them in Canadian and then they were American, and now they're higher than I thought they were. <laughs> but there there's a couple different tiers, and every dollar truly helps. So if you can check us out, it's onecrossradio patreon.com and thank you to our patrons uh bex and tim you guys i I love you as friends i love your shows i love you as geeks i love you as brothers and sisters in christ and i am so thankful um for your guys support through patreon okay all that being said this uh what i thought was going to be a shorter episode is going on near an hour so uh, i'm gonna wrap it up there because uh The the medication is starting to really kick in and I'm, I'm needing to lay down and probably nap for a little bit. All that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Take care, be good to one another and God bless my friends. Peace.